Hello there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham after a fantastic 6-1 demolition of Man United, a big old statement game just before the international break. Uh, me and Mark are here until full time and Mac is joining us at half time to discuss the game and various uh, issues that happen in the game, various players. Uh, also talk about our transfer dealings on the final day of the transfer window. Uh, again, as always, any questions or, or comments that you have at L Talk Tottenham on Twitter. Uh, Mark, if you want to uh, follow him or ask him anything, it's at 1981Spur. And Mac, if you want to ask or tweet him anything and give him a follow, at Mac1882THFC. Uh, so we'll talk about the game and the transfers and everything in between. So let's talk Tottenham. Hi there, Mark. Welcome back. It's been a little while since you've been on here, but... Uh, it's nice to be back in, in happier circumstances, something to be cheerful about rather than a boring draw or a loss. Yeah, what a fantastic uh, game to come back on for, so yeah, yeah it's nice <laughs> to be back. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking about the title, but there's only really one title I can call it, isn't it? It's lads, it's Tottenham. Like, being that that was a synonymous thing, we're losing to them, but yeah, so. Yeah, the, the, the Tottenham Twitter it was a very strange game because I don't we'll get on to Gary Neville and the fact that he was only watching one team in, in a bit but he said exactly what I thought in the first like five ten minutes is that he thought it was going to be a boring like a cagey game and then we've got three goals in the first I think seven minutes and yeah I don't think um, boring cagey games exist anymore in the Premier League <laughs> no. well, Guy Mowbray said on um match of the day didn't he like, what's happened to defences this season but, oh, no. yeah. Yeah. but let, let's get a negative part out of the way first the uh, penalty was awful start and I first thought oh god it's the Champions League final all over again I have no idea why Sanchez dived in like that um, but that's something he's got to learn if you're in a Jose Mourinho defence you, you've got to be solid and, and not make silly mistakes Um as it turned out, it didn't make a difference. Um, but it's something he's got to learn, but he got away with it with the rest of the team. But it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, did you, were yeah. you fearing the worst when that happened? Or I've got to be honest with you, just like the Champions League final, I wasn't actually in attendance when that happened. Um, only because my... Um, it's just that I don't pay for Sky. And um, <laughs> I don't I just packed up for a second, so I actually right. missed it. I got a text from a friend saying, oh, for sake, not again. So I knew what had happened. Um, but I've seen the penalty since, and obviously it is a penalty. Uh, but yes, I did feel the worst when I got that text message, because I knew what had happened. Right. Um, but my my, my um, stream soon come back up and running um, yeah. in time for our goal. But you know what it is? You've got one of these mates who keeps bloody texting you, telling them, I'm delayed, I'm delayed, I'm telling you what's going on. I think, I think in a way, the penalty that early was a good thing because there's been questions asked, haven't there, about uh, our mentality? And, you know, it was called into question for, I don't know, two minutes. You know, you, you go 1 0 down. The last time you went that down that quickly with a penalty was the Champions League final, which potentially has had a devastating effect on, on for the season afterwards. So to go 1 0 down like that, obviously, there's no fans there, so you don't get the atmosphere and the intimidation there. But, 
against essentially one of your rivals for top four and then to come back two minutes later and, and talk about it in a, a bit as well, five minutes later, then you're um, two one up. Uh, great character from the team and, and just, yeah. It's a strange one, isn't it? Because I, mm. I, I agree. I think it is all about mentality. We need to have needed to change mentality. But then you think to yourself, yeah, but we come back against Ajax in the, in the mm. most strangest. But I agree. Listen, I totally agree with you. I think that was the one thing missing under Pochettino is you get to a semi-final or even final and you would just lose them because that just getting it over the line. But then there were occasions where we would come back and show fight. But for the majority of the time, and even last season, last season was terrible, wasn't it? When when, when something happened against you, you know what was it? What game was it? The Sheffield United game when one yeah. got the kicks against his arm, um, and we yeah. just our heads, our heads went. Do you remember? Yeah. We just yeah. did not yeah. come out fighting. Yeah. It was a, it was the same early on against Leicester where uh, a yeah. offside goal for yeah. Sun's toenail, and then we just capitulated. Yeah, precisely. Um, I mean, just that's what we kept doing last season. It was a complete. Turnaround, and Man United, the complete, you know, they were they yeah. were last season, but worse, you know, they completely down tools, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, you talk about, you know, you score a goal, keep it tight for 5-10 minutes. <laughs> but, uh, two players who are crucial in that goal, obviously, one of them scored, but like, they're two players who have had either uh, troubles at the, t- at the uh, at Tottenham or get a lot of flack for. A bit unwarranted. Like that goal came from obviously a poor defensive mix-up from United and a poor header by Maguire. But after the header, if it wasn't for Lamella, Harry, and him and Shaw and making a nuisance of himself, they don't panic, they don't fall over each other, and then it doesn't go to Undombele. And Undombele, if you watch, he he starts off, he wins the throw, he's on the that side of the throw, not really doing anything, and then he he goes into the box, just drifts into the box. And then when Lamella starts hassling, he basically gets in kind of position just behind though that that bundle, and then he's literally there to just stride onto it and got a nice deflection. But I'm pleased for him. He's he's played really well since this um uh, new season. It looks to have really knuckled down. Mourinho gave him a challenge like you either leave or you buck up, and he's bucked up. I'm delighted for him and delighted for us. And Lamella just. We'll get onto him a bit later. Let's just talk about Andombele. He's had a lot of critics and everything, but delighted for him. And he looks a completely different player. What I would say about him, and it's not to be critical of him because I agree with you, I think he's been fantastic and just a completely different player. One thing where I don't want fans to get on his back because it is going to happen, I can guarantee mm. you. He's going because it's just his style of play. Maybe you can coach it out of him. He does take too long. He just. <laughs> He takes a bit too long on the ball something. You've seen him. He's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's style. And he will do something stupid in front. He, he'll try and do a turn on the edge of our box and it will mess up occasionally. He's going to be one of them type of players that's going to do silly things. But that's just part of his game. Uh, I, th- I think he's possibly been given the confidence to do that a little bit because of Hoiberg sitting deep. Yeah. Which we didn't have before, did we? We had all midfielders who wanted to go forward. Yeah, no, but he's been Enjoyment 
about that didn't we if we get yeah. an offer get rid and then yeah yeah i'm yeah. glad i'm glad they didn't listen to us <laughs> no exactly we all bang about it all the time that we don't know what goes on behind the scenes we can only give our opinions of what we see and what we hear we can't do any more than that and we weren't see- number one it wasn't because we didn't like him it's just we never get to see him and our, my, well, my point was certainly if we don't get to see this player what is the point in having him because you never get to we've got a 60 70 million pound player that was sitting on the bench and we weren't seeing him so we were saying well get sell him and get a player that we are going to see I think you know, if, we, if we're seeing him, then fantastic. Yes, keep him. Yeah, I, th- I think what we've got now is we've obviously got Hoiberg in there, who's going to start because he's the marshal. But then you've got competition now. You've got uh, Undombele, you've got uh, Lacelso, you've got Sissoko, you've got Winks. Yeah. You've got competition for places now. Any one of those downs tools or, or doesn't or form drops, someone else comes in. Um, yeah, it's just. And we didn't have that last season. No, no, we didn't have that player. And, I mean, I suppose the only concerning thing is if we both did pick up a knock or an injury, there's no one else to actually no, fulfill that, to fill for, to fill that role. No. Um, but not long ago, complain about our transfer window. <laughs> no, yeah, because uh, it's been fantastic. Um, so, but that that would be maybe an area that we would have to look at because um, we've seen to have, have addressed every other. Um, position really there's quality backups in every every area really mm-hmm. and we're supposed to be chasing we'll come on to transfers but we're supposed to be chasing another centre back tonight yeah. um, as we sit here speaking at what quarter to ten now Chris yeah um, something like so, that yeah so the deadline finishes at eleven tonight so you know we'll see what happens there but um, yeah uh, fantastic game and then ballet and Hoiberg I don't know really I think I think you have to give it to either Kane or Son because they scored the goals that won us the game and, and mm. United's defence was there for the taking and they just destroyed them really and, and you know I was saying before, I've got a friend who's a United fan. It was all about the, the red card. That's why they lost. And yeah, there's an element of that. I mean, it doesn't help and it does make it easier for us. But we were two run up and having chances before that. But, but and, and, and the free kick as well. I mean, the second goal. Um, you, you, you can say, Maguire, you know, you learn that when you're 12 to stand on the ball, take a yellow card. But like, you still got to applaud that the quick thinking from Kane and, and Son just runs off the ball. You can see him looking back because he knows the ball's coming and then he's looking back to make sure I don't get it caught up in my feet because I know it's coming. So it's just, it's just Shearer said it, didn't he, in the Southampton game, the intelligence of them, and then they did it again. You know, they've got... It's like Shearer and Sutton had and then Suarez, Sturridge and, and the, the three Liverpool... Guys, it's just an understanding of how they play, and if we can get <laughs> if we can get Bale included in that, I mean, what a strike force we've got! And then because we, I think Kane now we we play differently. Son's essentially the striker, and Kane drops deep. 
everyone thinking Kane's a striker and they don't know where to pick him up. And then his passing range is it's not underrated now, but it has been in the past. Yeah. And then yeah, and then Sun's the lightning quick guy. But we look so dangerous going forward now. And with Hoiberg breaking things up and then Ndombele looking to put thick balls forward and Lamella, we look so dangerous. Or La Celso, we look so dangerous. Kane's passing has always been fantastic. But he's coming, he's on a different level now. Yeah. He's on the ball. He never, they always go to the, um, always go to the player. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's always sort of dropped off. And he used to really frustrate me. Mm. But he's dropping off now more consistently and, and being effective when he's dropping off, which is the, which is the key to it. Yeah. Uh, I think Marino has recognised, well, actually, we've got him. He can actually fulfil some of the roles that maybe Ericsson was doing, putting his balls in. He can also be in the box scoring the goals. Yeah. And they're utilising it better. Yeah, I, um, I think the dropping off before when he was frustrating you was because he wasn't getting the ball and he wanted the ball. <laughs> now I think he's dropping off because that's part that's of the it. plan. It's part of the plan. Yeah. seen that he can be effective in them areas. Yeah. And, then, and like you say, they're running off of him and, and making, you know, they're, they're making them runs and he can, he can find them every yeah. time. And I think when Bale gets in, it'll be similar to Liverpool, like Kane drops off in the same way Firmino does. Yeah. I think Salah will be up top, which Bale will probably be up top to score goals and, and be a focal point. And then yeah. Mane, like Sun, does both of their running for them. And, and I think we we just look so dangerous. Now we've got Hoiberg in, breaking stuff up. We've got that guy there to marshal the defence and be se- secure the defence. Uh, similar to under Pochettino, where we had uh, Wanyama and Dembele, and then the top four, you go and do your damage. And it's just exciting to watch. And this is, you know, in a boring Mourinho team. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to one of my mates earlier, it was like, you know, it's great, we're actually optimistic again. Mm. I said, yeah, we haven't been since we've left Madrid, mate, you know. <laughs> I remember leaving Madrid with him and we were just in bloody tears and we've yeah. it's been a downer ever since then. Now, finally, we've got something to look forward to and, and we're playing great football. Um, we seem to have built a fantastic squad, not just mm. as, a, a, as an eleven. Um, it's really it's exciting times, and, it, and Mourinho's playing exciting football, which he was doing when he first came in. Yeah. Um, and, and I think uh, we said it on here that the back end of last season, we were just hoping that it was a need must that we were playing that type of football because we had so many injuries that he had to revert back to what he what he's always done and what he knew because we we had to try and get wins anywhere we could at that point. Um, but now he's got everyone back and he's he's um, got the you know a new left back and everything else and Hoiberg that we can dump bomb forwards. We're doing that now and it's it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I was critical of him at United where it looked like they that he was just buying players because he could and he had the money. Mm. Whereas with us it seems to be buying players for a system and for a purpose. Chris, what I like is there's clearly been a plan. Mm. There's clearly been a, a plan that they have gone through this whole transfer window um, from the first signing to where we are today of, of a structure of how they're going to do things and players that they want to say, well, we need a homegrown player for that position. Here's the list. Just go and try and get them. Okay, some of them didn't come off. Scrinny has not come off. No. Um, unless we pull that off in the next hour, which is not going to happen. No. Um, but we can accept that. They went mm. to try and get him. Not every transfer can come off. Um, but they've clearly had a well-thought-out plan. And I think Mourinho 
if he's caught yeah, that, yeah. just has been a massive, massive influence on yeah. that. Well, I love Pochettino, but I don't think there's any way we get Bale if Pochettino's in charge. Yeah. Mourinho in charge, we get Bale, I think. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. And and you know my thoughts on Pochettino. I absolutely yeah. love the guy, but you're, you're spot on. We, don't, we do not have an, as an effective window as what we've had with Pochettino in charge. Yeah. That, that, that's just the fact. It's, yeah. it's, it's Mourinho with Mendes and his contact and everything else that has enabled us um, to get in the players that we've got in. Um, you know, six at the minute, potentially going to be seven tonight or in the next few days mm. um, with the championship window still open. Um, so we'll, we'll see, but you've got to take your hat off. And, and I'll go back to when I was banging on about, look, we just want to see a little bit of ambition. We just want to get them key, key areas um, filled and we've done it and, mm. and you see the results of it it's fantastic and, and well done Levy and well done Mourinho thank you for giving us some optimism um, and a great team to watch so yeah. you know well done well, we, we sat here didn't we I reckon it was about a month ago going through all the teams how we thought they'd do I said mm. United could be a dark horse <laughs> yeah and then we thought I, I did say Everton would do well this season so I got something right Potentially, but um, we we talked about Tottenham and fourth. Mm. But, but I mean, if Mourinho could get that defence sorted, and like you, you get the feeling, oh, there's no mistake in there. The Sanchez penalty just highlighted that the the, the, the defence isn't there yet. There's a mistake. We get that sorted with the, the you know Kane and Son flying at the moment. Get Bale in, Hoiberg marshalling stuff up. Undombele, uh, Lacelso, Lamella playing well. I, I, uh, stupid comment potentially, but I, I would say we we could win the league with that team. It, obviously, injuries and suspensions, lucky for us. But but we, I, I don't think we can at the moment because I don't think our defence is good enough. But but going forward though, you say it's complete working pro and the, the competition as well by just by signing Doherty. Oh, he had the game of his life for us yesterday. Well, well, I, I, come on, can I come on to Warrior? Yeah. Can I come on? Because you know I'm, yeah. I'm Warrior's but, biggest critic. I know, know it was 10 men and all that, but he, his chance that he had in the first half, he, he could have literally sat down at a picnic and by the time he got up, there still wouldn't have been anyone near him. They gave him the whole, you know, the key to the right side. It was just unbelievable. But he played really well. Didn't look like he was going to make a mistake at all, even 11 versus 11. He, you know, as I said, I'm his biggest critic, but he's been fantastic this season. Mm-hmm. He was my man of the match against Chelsea the other day. I know he didn't get it, but for me, he was my man of the match. I thought he was excellent. Um, I thought he was excellent again yesterday. Um, and I think having Doherty on his, breathing down mm-hmm. his neck as, as... I think so as well, yeah. And, and, and you know, hats off to him as well. I, I, I would not get but isn't you just change it, change your mind on these players so often. Mm. Well, I do anyway. You know, I mean, there's no way I'd get rid of him now. I think yeah. he's been absolutely brilliant. Um, and I could imagine him and Reggie on on the other side, um, just keep bombing down. And mm. it's so exciting. And then you've got, you know, you've got Doherty who can do it as well. Mm. Um, if we pay the back free, so. It, <laughs> The, 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 the opportunities are endless. I, I, why couldn't we have a, a go at the league? You know, yeah. I, I, you know, defence is a bit weak, but if, if Liverpool and Man City keep mess, doing these messing up, and we can just keep consistently getting these wins, um, there's no reason why we can't. We've got a manager who has done it multiple times. 
in multiple different countries. He knows how to win things. He knows how to get that winning, winning formula. I'm not saying we're going to win the league, but this, they've got a chance. And we should now, theoretically, be able to rest Kane. Now we've got, I've got a Vinicius. butcher, Vinicius. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, so... Yeah, now we've got him. We we he can play the cup games, the Europa League, the the yeah. odd games in the in the Premier League. You know, and, and yeah, I, I, but, and then what you get as well. We're talking about Oreo and the competition. You got Bergulian on one on on that side. Bring Davis on competition. Yeah, creates a penalty, but obviously they were down to ten men. So we'll get into that in a bit, but. Let's get into that now, actually, because it did change the game in a sense that the game was so open and we were able to pick them off and kill them off. Uh, we were 2-1 up at the time, creating chances. Uh, Lamela, lucky boy. In the, I, Mourinho said in the documentary, anyone who hasn't seen it, we won't say the word, but he wanted people to act like a word that begins with C. And Lamela has done that. Yeah, <laughs> Lamela's done that. So he, he, he'd have probably got a hug from Mourinho. You said that off um, air. But I don't understand how the referee or VAR, whoever's in charge, can give a yellow card to Lamella for putting his hand in Martial's face and a red card for Martial for putting his hand in Lamella's face. I don't understand how he can do that. So, so lucky. I mean, he's got away with it. But, yeah, I've... Do you reckon yeah. Mourinho will be telling him to be careful or just carry it on and then hope he still gets away with it? He gets it. away with it. Mm. I, I, I don't like it. You didn't like it. Mm. It worked for us. We've had so many um, things go against mm. us at Man United that I, I'm not going to be complaining about it. But yeah. we, we're, <laughs> honest, we're honest people that we say absolutely he should have got a red card as well. Yeah. Uh, there's no question about that. But I think Mourinho would have loved it. Yeah. Mourinho, what I would say, though, is Martial is just... He's got suckered in... Look, Alan Shearer mentioned on um, Match of the Day, didn't he? We set traps for them, but he was talking about Kane and Son. We set traps for them and they fell into it. But Lamella's set a trap for Martial there and he's just been stupid. So, but, yeah, I, I just don't understand how <laughs> it was exactly the same thing. <laughs> one's yellow, one's red. I just don't understand it. But, but yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. But that, that, that's far all over, isn't it? That, that far yeah, I, I just yeah. But I think either you you both give them a yellow card, grow up, or both send them off. I just don't. Yeah, it's just. But I've got a friend, a United fan. He said it completely changed the game, which I have to disagree with that because we they had a five minute spell, ten minute spell where really all they created was a Rashford shot off the post, but would have been called back for offside. So you could say they carved us open there because it was millimetres, uh, but it wouldn't have counted. And the Greenwood chance where he's got nothing there, so he has to turn back and then have a speculative shot outside the area, which Loris would have had covered. So they had a lot of the ball, but they didn't really do anything with it, whereas we create a chance for Aurier, which was saved. Lamella, after um, Ndombele went through unopposed, saved, and then Lamella's shot deflected. Bagulion. Yeah, Sun, Sun trips over the ball. Uh, and then, you know, the, the second goal, even though it was a defensive mistake, it was created by us because it's quick thinking by Kane. So my argument to him was, 
yeah, you might have scored, you might have caused us some problems, but I think your defence and was all over the place. Your midfield just didn't want to know. We won every 50-50, so I think we'd have just scored some more. I don't think it would have made that much difference. I don't think it would have been 6-1, but I reckon no. it would have been 4. I reckon it would have definitely scored yeah. 4 against them. I, I reckon we'd have won, and then certainly that second half, that second half, we, we started off really well, all we had scored, then it was like, OK, we've played four games in a eight days, let's calm it down, just spread the ball along, let's not... Uh, do anything silly. So, if we'd have needed goal difference or they had about a go 11 versus 11 and scored some goals, I think we'd have just scored some more. So, I don't think it made that much difference in that it respect. Didn't, it didn't at all. It did not make a difference. We'd have won that game regardless yeah. of descending off. There's, yeah. there's, no, there's no doubt about but then, that. <laughs> yeah. But then it would have made a difference. You maybe, when did it happen? It was about 27, 28 minutes or something, wasn't it? Around that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you maybe think, okay, um, Keep it tight, half time, two one, and then. But the issue was that they just weren't interested. You know, you look at a third goal. I think Bai kicks it out to Matic, doesn't he? Exactly that. And then Matic just stands there. Kane wanted it more. That, that was all over the pitch. But Chris, that's the whole point. Yeah. Why would eleven men? But Martial was a striker. Why they'd have still made that stupid mistake with eleven men on the pitch because yeah. it was just a short pass out from the back, wasn't it? Yeah. Why would they have done anything different? Yeah, I, I just think that was their entire midfield. The, the defence is all over the place, as you can tell. But the, the midfield, Shearer said it, they had no help from the midfield. But Matic there is just literally waiting for the ball on the edge of his um, box. Kane just wanted it more. But then you've got Hoiberg making challenges, even Undombele and, and then Sissoko making challenges. They, we just wanted it more. I, I, yeah, I just don't think it would have made a difference. But there's markers in seasons, aren't there, in terms of performances? Markers and that was a marker for us, I think. Yeah, against ten men, obviously, but is you don't show up, you don't uh, defend against us properly. We'll put goals past you and stick you to the sword and have the game done by half time. So I, I think it was a potentially a really important performance from us there. But like, this is what we're about, and we've got Bale to come in. We've scored six without him. We've got him to come in. Some teams that win. Shows, exactly. That just shows that we were proper at it and they were shit, right? <laughs> um, so, for anyone, and you don't just, that isn't just because they were sending off. We were all over them before they're sending off. Mm. And that's that's the way we were, we were never going to lose that game. I, I think if we'd have gone down to 10 men and, and it was Lamella sent off and Martial got the yellow card, I still think we would have won the game with 10. I honestly believe that. The mm. way we were playing, they, they were desperate to win that game. Yeah. They were absolutely, and Kane said after the game, yeah. I don't really know it's saying, you yeah. know. In, in, in the warm up, in the warm up and stuff, we were just we were just at it. You could, I, I could tell we were you just on. We would not have lost that game. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. We're, 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 I, I, just, I love this thing. We were we were desperate to do well, and we were at it. And then obviously we go one 0 down after a minute. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but as you say, that's a mentality thing that they yeah. they thought. Oh well, it's a minute gone. Yes, just crack on. I think Mourinho deserves a huge amount of credit because I would imagine he watched that Brighton game against United about five times. This is where their frailties are. And then in yeah. training, it's Kane, son, you do your stuff. 
Hoiberg, Undombele, Lamella, give them the ball. So I, I think he deserves a lot of credit, Mourinho. He does, and that's the one thing he's always when he went at Chelsea. He's well, that's what he was partly for Bobby Robson, wasn't he? He used mm. to analyse games and come with him with tactics and everything else, as well as being a translator. That's that was his job. Yeah. Was essentially to do the analysing of teams and, and figure out ways to to hurt them. So he's got that in his locker, and he did it against Southampton, didn't he? He knew about the high line and getting yeah. in behind. So you know, now again, now we've got the tools to do what he wants to do. Mm. You know, it, we've got to be confident in, in 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 his ability to get us the wins. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're getting carried away saying that. And again, uh, we say this all the time: I mean, football's a bloody crazy. Things can turn around very quickly. Yeah. Um, they've turned around for, well for us at the minute. It could all go ticked up again, you know, yeah. <laughs> very yeah. easily. So yeah. we don't want to get too carried away, but we've got reason to be optimistic for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, we'll take a little break there. Uh, when we're back, um, me and Mark are joined by Mac. Uh, he's back for the second half, so we'll get his take on the game, uh, certain players, uh, and how we're looking like a, an actual team and, and how it's looking like possibly a positive season for us. And we'll talk about the transfers that have happened in the last day as well, or today rather. And now it's transfer deadline day, so we'll be back in a bit. And we're back. Hi there, Mac. Welcome back uh, for the second doing, for the second half. How are you yeah, doing? Sorry, I was late. Duty called. <laughs> so uh, delirious still after the result, or calm down uh, a bit? You know, it was a bit weird. It's like I was I was so so buzzing, thinking what result happy day, and then those fucking dirty villains decided that they were going uh, <laughs> to. But um, but mate, I'll be honest with you, it was a fantastic result, fantastic yeah. game. Spurs, you know, and to be fair, you know, whether Martial got sent off or not, I think Spurs would have done them regardless. There was yeah. nothing about United that made me go, oh, I'm worried about this. Yeah, literally, that was exactly what me and Mark have just been talking about, uh, what was it, 10 minutes ago? That we, we were carving them open all, all over the place, and I think they might have scored a goal, 11 versus 11. I think we'd have just gone up the other end and scored more. You know, I'm, I'm going to quote Harry Redknapp from Transfer Deadline Day tonight. We have cover in every position. Yeah. We we look dangerous and we look like we could be a prospect. And, mm. and that's just me. You know, and when I say prospects, I mean to win the league. And that's, that's Harry Redknapp's words. Yeah, you know, this year is going to be as messed up as I personally think it is because of no fans and lack of pre-season, COVID and everything else. I, I've always believed this year is going to be a weird year anyway. So, why the hell not? Can we not be the ones to cause the upset? Yeah, I, I think we, we were saying earlier that uh, I think if we can get our defence sorted and a confidence that our defence won't make a mistake, I think the penalty that Sanchez gave away is a bit of a... defence still isn't quite there. But if, if, we, if we can get our defence sorted, we've got Sun, Kane on the form of their lives, just understanding there, and then Bale to come in, got Hoiberg mopping everything up, and Dombele playing well, we've got... We we got massive competition for places in the midfield now with obviously Hoiberg's on his own, but you've got Undumbele, Lamella, La Celso, Sissoko, Winks. And, and, it, 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 and it's, looks... it's nice to be able to look at that team and think, 
Yeah. It's a squad. It's not just a team. You know what I mean? It's mm. a squad. We've got great cover. We, we've made some great buys in this transfer window and we might not have got um, screen up um, from, from Milan. And let's be honest, January's only a couple of months away. So there's still scope that he could be here this season. But you know what? We, we've had a great, in my opinion, it's still been a 10 out of 10 window. And if mm. we can pull off this uh, young lad from Swansea, then I, I, I think we, we, we've had an exceptionally brilliant window. Yeah. I think so as well. Yeah. yeah I think you were just, um, you've just come in as the lemon that we've said, Matt. Yeah. 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 on the ball though you shouldn't really be allowing a 50 yard ball to just drop over you to the striker but 
But it was good. It was good play and a good finish. To be fair, they probably didn't realise that Carl Walker Peters had it in his locker. He never did it. yesterday what, what was the most pleasing thing for you because I've got two really which is how ruthless we were and the positive mentality when we went 1-0 down very similar to me and Mark were saying that it was very similar to the Champions League final and then the mentality to come back two minutes later of, of seven minutes later and you're winning 2-1 and then just being so ruthless against 10 men you, you, you could couldn't you uh, Okay, we're winning four-one. Let's set, shut up shop, calm it down, and then get the fifth done. Uh, yeah. And just the ruthless and the mentality. So what was your most pleasing aspect aspect of the game, for me, those guys? I mean, I, I'll agree with you. The ruthlessness, the fact that we didn't just go three, four, one up and go, yeah, second half, we're going to relax, we'll make some substitutions and chill out. We, we, we you know, it's like Jose says. We, you know, we, you know, we, we can't be stupid cunts. We can't. You know, we intelligently. We, you know, we be, we're being ruthless. We need to be mean. We need that grit, and I think Spurs showed that. But, but the other thing for me, you know what? One of the biggest was Hoiberg's reaction to um, to the tackle. Uh, I can't remember who made the tackle. Was Hoiberg? Hoiberg's tackle, and yeah. he just goes. Shakes his fist and he's like, and he, and he's cheering Uriay on. After making the tackle, and he runs up with the ball. And for me to see that, I didn't see that. Support on the pitch, that support on the pitch, that that backing of each other, that I don't know, that it's just it, it's it's almost becoming you know that that closeness uh, that we used to have under Poch. Mm. It looks like it's coming back. And a lot of people thought, I or I believe, thought that it would never come back because Poch had gone. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, that that was huge. Just to see that that backing, that support on the pitch by by Hoiberg in that moment. Yeah, Mark, what your most pleasing aspect or aspects of the game, apart from the scoreline, obviously. I think to, to, to see some of the pressing back and the hassling of um, closing down the ball from the from the front. Um, because we were seeing that in pre-season, the Everton game we didn't see it at all. Uh, we see it versus Southampton. It's a continuous thing that we we continue to do that. Um, so that that for me was the most pleasing, and obviously it led to goals as well. Um, and you've already put your finger on it: the the mentality to come back after an early goal, um, where we didn't have that ability to do that last season, um, shows that we've uh, got over some of those mental hurdles. Um, and again, Man United, who you know we've had so many bad, bloody things go against us on that ground. <laughs> it would be quite easy to fold after going one nil down to a penalty. And um, if you had a shit mentality, to see that yesterday was fantastic. Yeah, I think, I think as well another pleasing thing was we, we had uh, uh, obviously Kane and Son are starters every game. So and then them doing what they do, you expect to see that, but. Aubier, who's had his problems, had a brilliant game, steps in, has a brilliant game. Ali comes on, he sets up the move for the penalty, the sixth goal. Davies comes on, wins the penalty. He was working harder, Ali, you can tell. He was running for the ball, he was was pressing as well, he was tracking back. So, you know, that might have helped him. Biggest thing for Delhi, personally, I think he's looked at... 
you know, they call it, you know, the Jose test. You know, Undumbele <laughs> has come through the, the Jose test. And I think that all Delhi's got to do is look at look at Undumbele and go, fuck, actually, if, if I do what the gaffer tells me to do, if I work hard and apply myself, I'm going to be back on the pitch. And, and he showed, you're right, Mark, he showed you. He came back on and all of a sudden it's like, oh my God. It's almost a deli of old. He was trapped in. He was he was trying to close. He was he was trying to be a nuisance. It was it was great to see. Absolutely brilliant. He, he did lose the ball when Davies got fouled, but I think that's clever because if he goes and has a shot there and it goes wide, move over. So lose the ball, haven't got advantage, get the penalty, get a six. I, I, I did like that. Whereas normally, if you don't lose the ball, you fall. But yeah. But I, I think it, the, the competition for places we've got now is we've got all these people coming in. Having an impact on the game, whether you, you know Davies and uh, Ali, Ali, the, the game was done then, but they still had an impact, a positive impact on the game. And, and I, I think that's really good to see. You've got Vagudo now who's pushing Davies, Doherty and Orvia pushing each other. The midfield, you've got you all like, of this. Bale to come in, who's going to be pushing? I tell you what, I like about the game on Sunday. I like how Davies came on and uh, he pushed Reggie on up. Um, yeah. Up, up Let's see if you can get it word for word from half hour ago. <laughs> Kind of saying as well that 
it's very similar when Bale gets in. It's similar to kind of Liverpool. Like Kane drops back in the way that Firmino does. Possibly Bale will be up top on his own in the way Salah is. And the like Mane, Son, Son will do both of their running for them. But we look so dangerous going forward now. We've got Hoiberg mopping it up and then get the ball to them front people quickly. And then Son and Kane have got such an understanding. That, that free kick for the second goal, Son is running off, looking back, knowing the ball's coming, just making sure he doesn't trip it under his feet. And Son, and Kane knows he's running off and he's just got to put the ball through. So if you can get any kind of understanding between them two and Bale in that, then we've got an unbelievable front three. If Bale can hardwire straight into that, then yeah, we're we're laughing kit bags, boys. We're you know, and and Harry Redknapp said it first. We could be you know, we could be contenders for the title. And I, I don't think I, I don't think that's his first time getting carried away. We've got, like I say, there's so much uncertainty with with how this season's going to be. Because let's be honest, you'd have bet your house to Liverpool to have beaten Villa yesterday. And if someone said, oh. You know, I'll do you ten pounds for the. You know, you can have uh, Liverpool winning seven two against Philly. You'd have gone hands down. I'll take that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you put your house on it, but you know, it's mm. it, it's ridiculous just what's happening. And I do. I I, I think that yeah, if I can, I'm, I'm I'm going with Reynolds on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It could be a shot. How much do you guys think Hoiberg has changed? Genus said it, didn't he, on match of the day that he's basically given us the security for the midfield and the front players to do their stuff but uh, he could be one of the signings of the season just given the security and, and he's going to be there at the back mopping up and then how, how much do you think he's um, potentially changed how we can play Mark? Well, well I've already sort of said it haven't I like, I thought you know he was fantastic not just that the through ball for Orin mm. on the goal as well I didn't know he had that in his locker um, no, that was, that was a fantastic pass. That was a fantastic pass. Um, mentality as well we, we me and Mark mentioned that man Man United's midfield just weren't there at all pretty much every 50-50 we won do you think that's obviously Hoiberg won his fair share of those but do you think his mentality there and his enthusiasm to win those is rubbing off on the rest of the midfielders like I'm going to try and win everything and put everything into it you better do it as well and do you think that's rubbing off I think, I, think, I think there's a combination of things to be fair you know I think a combination of everybody going 
getting um, getting used to the, the Jose way. I think the fact there's now competition for places. Um, I think there's a plethora of reasons as to why all of a sudden that we're we're seeing this upturn in in attitude. It's like you know one of the things I think that was a hindrance to Deli Ali was he was guaranteed his name on the team sheet. Hugo Lloris's form dipped because he had no one challenging, and I think. That but he didn't play yesterday, Lloris, did he? Oh, yes, he did. He just didn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, he was, yeah, I, I think he got his son lounger out and read the paper. He, he'll be arrested, won't he? Because you're not allowed spectators in stadiums at the moment. And he was one. This is it, mate. I think it's the whole thing now. You look at, you know, we've got a, we've got a winner. We have a winner at the helm now. All right? A guy who has done it. We've got a World Cup winner in goal. We've got a Premier League, FA Cup, Carabao Cup winner back, you know, behind him. You know, we've got Gareth Bale who's won it all as well. You know, we've got players now with that mentality, and I think it's slowly starting to permeate within within the group. Mm, and I think yeah. I think it's just a combination. For me, it's a combination of everything now. Jose's really putting his mark on it. He's been backed by by Levy. You know, which is nice to see he's finally backing a manager properly. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Levy hater, but I do think he's, he's let it down in over the years. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, do, I just think the whole structure now, the whole ethos, of, of, uh, I think it's just starting to, it's starting to bear fruit. Hmm. Do, yeah. do you think in front of Hoiberg, do you think he knows his, who's going to play in his midfield? Because you've got, I, I thought before yesterday, he's like, without... With, we need the creativity to create chances of Lo Celso and we score six goals and could have been about ten without him. Do you, do you think he's got like a... probably be about two in front of them who they're the starters. If I have to rotate, they're the ones they come out or do you think it's going to be game per game on who's best suited for that particular game and opponent? At the moment, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I genuinely don't. <laughs> and the reason why... Think, uh, uh, Mac, of uh, we, we've discussed it of uh, Lamella. Do you think he should have been sent off? I, I can't understand how one one hit in the face can be a yellow card and another one could be a red. But what do you think? Eric Lamella, the king of shit I love the bloke. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted today, and uh, I think Eric Lamella, aka Coco, aka King of Shit Um, right? 
Why not? Let, the, I, the question I asked my Man United mate was, uh, if that was Martial, would he have done it in the other in our box? Answer is possibly, mm. right? <laughs> right? Lamella put his forearm across uh, Martial and it rode up his chest. This is my view, right? But that that pushing and shoving happens in the box anyway. Right, Martial, no matter how soft, no matter how over, how hammed up it was by Lamella, right, yeah, yeah, Martial raised, face. raised his hand to the face. It wasn't under his chin, it was at the side of his face. And it doesn't matter how soft it was, like all the penalty decisions, letter of the law states, you've got to go. Mm. I, I, still, so, I still think Lamella hit him in the face a little bit, so I do think he should have got a red card yeah, as well. I, I, Clutching a little bit, but I think one person we can all agree on who did deserve a red card was Luke Shaw. And like, if him and his team, if him and his team had shown that kind of fight early on, they might have got a result out of the team, out of the, the game, rather than being an absolute cap. And and someone. one was the one that I screamed about because this is a player Luke Shaw who's been on the receiving end of a challenge that's broken his leg and he could quite have easily broken more of his leg there if he'd have fallen over in a certain way landed in a certain way it's just disgrace in the words of Jose Mourinho he's a stupid (laughs) but it's just completely dangerous player how he can get a red card for brushing someone's face but then taking someone out premeditated is just is only a yellow it's just He's had a broken leg before, so he knows how horrible it is. And then he goes and does that. He could quite easily have broken Mora's leg there. And it's just, just so fucking cowardly. And the fact is, if you show that fight in your team in the game, you might have got something out of the game rather than do it cowardly when you're 6-1 down because you've been a disgrace for 90 minutes. You look at Solskjaer's reaction on that, and you can yeah. see Solskjaer was like a hand in his head because he knew that that was a bloody red, and he was yeah. like, "What are you doing?" But then they and interview the Luke Shaw at the end, and they don't mention anything about that. It's like, <laughs> there's only one question for you: Why are you such a twat who, who mm. wants to be a coward? Yeah. And when you don't answer, get the fuck out of my interview room. And, and typical Sky United, you know, yeah, well, focus yeah. on the bad play, not the shit that they did, and not all no. the other bullshit, or not how good Tottenham were. No. Just, you know what? I'm, I'm, 
I only have, do you know what? I wish I didn't have to have Sky. I'll be, I wish I didn't <laughs> have to have it. You know the way to watch the games. <laughs> Least match of the day, Genus and Shearer gave equal credit and equal uh, 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 criticism of their defence and midfield. So it was a lot more balanced. And, and Genus is a—is he a Tottenham fan or does he just like us because he played for us? But but he is—he is—he is fairly unbiased, isn't he? If we play bad, he says we play bad. If we play well, he plays well. West. And this is a difference. And this is a difference, right? Because again, going back to Twitter, right? So this is a different Genus. He's he uh, he's a football fan before anything else. He will appre- he appreciates good football. Whereas if you play for whereas if you work and it was you, you know Harry Redknapp said we were title you know we could be title contenders. Jamie Redknapp didn't agree with him, right? <laughs> and someone put a tweet out saying what the fuck's Jamie's problem? And my response was what is contracted to Sky and has to sit on the fence or be pro United? The other one isn't and doesn't give a doesn't give a fuck and calls it how it is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, you know, you've got it. You've, and then, but then again, Jamie's, Jamie's not a Tottenham fan either. He's a, he's a Liverpool supporter. He's, mm. you know, it's, it's like Gary Lineker played for Spurs. He was worshipped at the time, but he's, his allegiances are with Leicester. You know, Jamie tries to be unbiased, but we know his allegiances are, are wherever he's paid his, his mortgage. So I, I don't know. mind the allegiances, and then you know, Ian Wright is quite obviously Arsenal, but he, he gives Tottenham credit when. Uh, we do stuff. That's what I mean. I, I don't. I don't mind. You know, quite obviously showing that your allegiance is with this club or that club. But you work for a TV company and reporting on matches, so be unbiased. No, it, it, was and, and, Everett, it was the Everett thing that really yeah. got me afterwards after the game, having a break. I mean, what the fuck is that? He's playing there for the child. <laughs> <laughs> after the game. That's what Sky did, so that's what that's why we're here today. Yeah. <laughs> did, you notice, did you notice listening to the commentary though about some sometime sort of minutes into the second half, how all of a sudden he started changing his narrative of being, well, give Spurs their credit, they played well. Did you did you notice the turnaround? Uh, he, he basically mentioned did we you? played well for a sentence and then went back into a paragraph about how bad United were well, every time.
So it's obviously a transfer deadline day. Ryan Sessignon's gone on loan. Uh, I think that would be a good move for him, Hoffenheim. He'll, he'll get some game time when he are, which he's never going to get with Vagulian coming in and Bale coming in and all the other players we've got. you think it would be a good move? Um, I think, yeah, I think they were talking about that he can, uh, they play wing-backs there, so they're hoping mm. that he can develop into a wing-back. So, yeah, potentially it would be good for us. Um, um, I would say that, sorry, Mark, I was, I was saying go. earlier about, I was saying earlier to a friend of mine, I think that, if, if um, I think it's a great move for Session Young to get some experience, get some you know maturity, game time under his belt. But also, if Regulon has the, the season of his life and Real Madrid decides to exactly. exactly as their option, yeah, he then will be able to hopefully fill the void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wolf has gone as well. As yeah. But it looks as if that's going to be permanent. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. He was a good, good prospect, wasn't he? But maybe that means Tanganga is a. Uh, more in Jose's plans than Foyth was. Yeah, and then obviously we've been linked with this Swansea um, guy tonight, which I don't know a great deal about, no. but um, reading the Swansea fans' reaction, um, it seems quite promising because they're really pissed off tonight. So, um, yeah, we'll see. For 80, 18 million, isn't it? 18. I posted up some of his stats. I posted up some of his stats. Um, I had a look at him, and apparently they reckon his biggest weakness is just his balance. Well, they reckon, they reckon that's his biggest weakness. Right. <laughs> I spoke to my um, stepbrother, who's a Swansea fan, goes to a lot of games. He really rates him, but then he rated um, he, re- he rates everyone at Swansea, so you can't really take much of what he says. Um, <laughs> who was that other guy that they had? Um, Mawson, was it? Yeah. Mawson. He used to rate one about him. Yeah. He used to rate one about him. Where's he gone now? He doesn't play. Where was he? City or somewhere. Is he? Uh, um, yeah. yeah, but um, Ernest James, who's a who's a Welsh comedian, Swansea fan as well, said posted something like, um, "A lot of Spurs fans are asking me um, about this Joe Joe Roden, what's he like?" He said, "One, he's fantastic. Two, I'm going to be pissed off if he goes. And three, if they get him for 18 million, they've had the bloody steal of the, the last decade. So you know, uh, I don't know much about." about him at all he's 22 going to be 23 this month he's only won four caps for Wales you know there's some good things you can wear up and there's some bad things look we don't know him so you know we have to go with what the what our scouting team think and uh, what's the guy's name from Swansea we got in back do you know the one that's coming from oh the yeah I can't remember his name oh yeah I know who you're on about yeah I can't think of but, he, but, he, but he's coming from um We're just listening off, off air to the. Uh, we're just listening off air to the transfer centre alley and all. We're not going anywhere, so that's good news, I think. Certainly, after yesterday's performances and, and competition for places still, and then hopefully Ali will uh, pass the uh, Jose Test, as Matt called it earlier. Yeah. It's been a fantastic window, mm. isn't it? At the end of the day, it's been yeah. fantastic. Got our second striker in. Yeah, you, you've got to be the, the big list of, of Tottenham fans. 
you know, to to not be be happy, you mm. know. But yeah. that's just my opinion. You know, if we all had the same opinions, things would be boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, but well, you, unfortunately, we all have the same opinion as you on this one, Mike. It's been yeah. fantastic. But, you, but know, you, so. what is pleasing is you get some transfers which are kind of done just for the sake of it or to just add numbers to something. But every one of our transfers has improved the squad and improved the team. So Hart hasn't been to improve the team because he won't start. But what he's done, which Mac alluded to either on the last podcast or the one before, which is I think is correct as well, is he, he's given uh, someone to push Laurie. So that will improve the, the top goalkeeper. And his performances. You got Hoiberg, who obviously a completely new position. You got Bale, a new position. You got the striker, who's a new position, and, and, and will keep Kane on his toes. So I think every transfer is is, is positive for the team. It, yeah, unlike Man United, who are like, oh, we'll, we'll just kind of yeah. we'll grab this player and, and we'll grab that player. We've we've yeah, Jose's point is it's that we've found the holes. And, yeah. It's been a strategy, that's what we said in the beginning, it's been a total strategy, like you said, you just said it, Mac, Man United, why the hell, I, d- I don't get this, right, why did Man United need Sancho, why, have we, what was that, that all about? Well, they might get him when he's 40, they might get him when he's 40, so it'll pay off. <laughs> this is what I mean, like, there was no strategy, what we done was so strategic of, like, we need this position, that position, yes, go get him first. And then once we got him, we'll go get him, and then we'll do that. It's been perfectly executed, the whole bloody thing. Yeah, it has been. It, mate, for me, it's for me, it's been a, a very simple case of it's. Um, for me, it's been a very simple case of Man United have done what Man United do. Cavani's a name; he'll shut the fans up. Whereas we've gone, we need the best player we can get hold of for the money that we've got to fill the holes that we've done, yeah. fill it. And, 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 and Mac, and Mac. If we can get him, then we're going to have enough money to then get him, and then we can get the in off the weight, and then we can get the wages for Bow. Everything's worked. Yeah. It's like, like Marino said it, it's like a puzzle. It's a puzzle, and we've just completed the bloody puzzle. So, you know. Exactly, mate. But they, they've gone, they have, they, they're hoping that the Man United fans are going to wake up tomorrow and go, oh, well, we've got one defensive player. Oh, we've got Cavani, we've got Cavani. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to wake up tomorrow and go, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, Woodward, you're both a pair of. Mm. And they only got Telles, this, this left back, because they didn't get Reguilon. Who he got? Mm. So fuck you. And, uh, yeah. They, apparently, he was. He was. It was said that he was the best. Uh, he, he's the best left back in Portugal. And uh, yeah, well, we've got the best left back from in Spain, and we've got the best left back in the Premier League, guys. So, but he's twenty seven. He barely plays for Brazil. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you know, it's not like they've gone and got a kid. So, it's just okay. They're, they're, they're buying players just for the sake of it to buy players. Okay, so that's about it for today. Uh, thanks to Mac, who's had to head off to try and get uh, Harry Redknapp's autograph at Sky Studios. So hopefully, you can get that. Bit of a shame you couldn't give us a shout out, but anyway. Uh, and cheers, Mark. Uh, it's been a long time since you've been, it feels like ages since you've been on, but it's good to have you back on. Games. We're, we're getting them like every other day, so I think it's probably only been about maybe two weeks that I've not been on, but we've had oh. about <laughs> we've had, we've had a fair few games. We've had half a season in that time, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's been good to get back on um, after such a fraction of Man United. Yeah. It's,
who supported Man United, and we'd have had absolute shit for years. Yeah. So to be able to absolutely stuff them, I'm sure we've all rubbed it into some mates we went yeah. to school with and, <laughs> and grown up with and everything else. So, yeah. you know, we've got to take advantage of these moments. Yeah. Well, to, to be fair, my friend who has uh, been talking to me he's a United fan but his dad was a United fan so that's exactly the same reason that I'm a Spurs fan so he's not a glory he, he, he's yeah was supporting him you know when it wasn't all going swimmingly but yeah there's a lot of fans who just rub it in but it, it's it's especially nice as well I think I always like having a good win before an international break you don't want to be sitting on a big big loss and then go oh we can't play and put it right for two weeks and like I say like I said earlier big marker for the season a bit of a warning to the rest of the league you uh, don't defend us against us properly we might concede goals but you don't defend against us we'll score more yeah yeah so, uh, yeah, when's the next game? It's, uh, oh, it's two weeks' time, isn't it? So, West Ham, yeah, West Ham at home. Yeah. So, I, I imagine we'll do one after that. Uh, hopefully, yeah. you'll be back. Hopefully, Mac will be back. And then yeah. we'll talk about, hopefully, another good win. It will be. Yeah, it will so until be. then, come on, you Spurs. Mm-hmm.